It's a podcast for kids and their parents, and it's made by Athena and her dad. They're comedians. It's the Whoopi Chicken Podcast, Whoopi Chicken Podcast, Whoopi Chicken Podcast Show. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, kids of all ages, welcome to the Whoopi Chicken Podcast Show! Whoopi Chicken Podcast, Whoopi Chicken Podcast, Whoopi Chicken Podcast Show! My name is Athena. And with me, as always, is Daddy. Hello, I'm the dad of the father figure, Ivan. I'm the host of the Whoopi Chicken Podcast Show, and Daddy is my sidekick. He's also the band. Yeah. And the sound effects guy. During the show, we play... I had to throw another yeah. one in there. Yeah. During the show, we play a bunch of musical instruments. Oh, Some of them Daddy do. made himself. And a bunch of other stuff. A bunch of other stuff! Yeah! We have a great show for you tonight. We have a great show for you tonight. But first... But first... Hey, Daddy. Yeah, what is it, Athena? Where's Mommy? Where's Mommy? Either she told me and I don't remember, or she didn't tell me. And I forgot. Oh, I remember now. She's learning parkour. The what? The what? Parkour. The what? Parkour. What is it? Ah, well, that is conquering... The what? (laughs) The par what? Parkour is conquering obstacles using natural movements. What does that mean? Like walking? Well, it's more like jumping and things like, like that. Fancy jumping? Yes, fancy jumping. Is that the thing where you see people like jumping all over stuff and climbing yeah, around things? That's and, like, what that is. Making it look like they're actually doing something when they're just climbing and jumping over stuff? That's what parkour is. It's fancy looking. Yeah. So that's what mommy's doing? Yeah, that's what she's learning to do. Oh, she's just learning to do that? I figured she would know to, how to do that by now. <laughs> wow. Is she part of a group or a team or a crew? Because they she have probably groups, is. Right? Yeah. Did you go? Did I hear you go? Kind of. Heard you went. By accident. <laughs> There's a new sound effect. Last time I did. So now like my this? new one is. No, like. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, Daddy. Yeah. What is it, Athena? So this guy walks into an ice cream parlor with a chicken and a crocodile. Okay. He's got a chicken right, and a crocodile yeah. with him. Okay. Yeah. And he puts them down, and then he orders. He says, "I'm gonna have a root beer float." Okay. And the crocodile says, "I'll have a vanilla milkshake." Huh? And the soda jerk is like, "Wow, this is amazing! I've never seen a crocodile that could talk before." And the guy uh. goes. The crocodile doesn't talk. The chicken's a ventriloquist. The chicken's a ventriloquist. The chicken's a crocodile doesn't talk. The chicken's a ventriloquist. How do you like that? And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the word of the week. Oh, yeah, the word of the week. 
The word of the week is sometimes generated by sophisticated computer algorithm sometimes powered random word generator. Generate but this week's word of the week is baloney. Okay. Yeah. Woo! We got into the stratosphere there on that yeah. one, I think. What oh. happened there? So uh, when you hear us say the word you know of the week, you have to be like, Woo, yeah, you said the word of the week. And then we sing the song. Right. <laughs> but not yet, because yeah. no one said it. Okay. So this week's word of the week has two definitions. What does it mean? The first definition is a type of lunch meat. Sure, a type of luncheon meat that you get at the deli. Yeah. Deli meat or luncheon yeah, meat. Yes. Yeah, yes. The uh, second definition is nonsense. When someone says something completely ridiculous, often used as a generalized expression of disagreement. Hmm, nonsense. Nonsense. Yeah. Well. So, uh, oh, right. <laughs> and this week's word of the week is... Wait, 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 wait. Can you use it in a, in a, in a, in a context? Okay, well, say something ridiculous. I can't say anything ridiculous. That's baloney. Just a... Baloney, baloney. It's the word of the week. Whoops, out there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> just two, three minor injuries, and we're only, what, like five minutes into the show? Yeah. I'm doing pretty well. Oh. And now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Here's Daddy again with yesterday's weather forecast. Oh, yesterday's weather forecast. The most accurate forecast ever. All right, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday... Oops, I did the voice wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, yesterday's weather forecast is the most accurate weather forecast in the history of the world. Ooh. You want to know what yesterday's weather's going to be? You'll have to wait until tomorrow to find out. Ah. Yesterday's weather <laughs> Yesterday's weather city of the week is Warminster in Wiltshire, England. Wow. Warminster. Warminster. I'm saying it with an American accent. Uh but it is a city in England where they would pronounce it with an English uh, accent, which they would say, well, you're saying it wrong with an American accent. But I'm going to say Warminster and I'm going for it because the high temperature in Warminster yesterday will be 61 degrees. And that's American Fahrenheit. Low temperature yesterday in Warminster, England will be 50 degrees American Fahrenheit. There'll be mostly cloudy skies. That's British or American Fahrenheit. And there's going to be a light drizzle yesterday. It'll be pretty windy, though, with some Ooh. gusts blowing up to 24 miles per hour. Whoa. Pretty breezy and pretty typical weather for this time of year in that part of Wiltshire, England, Warminster. Right there, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday's gentlemen, yesterday's weather. <laughs> it's uh... So, Athena, what's Warminster, England known for? It's known for crop circles. What? Yeah. Yeah. Crop circles are supposedly left by space aliens who landed their ships in fields. Fields of space aliens in Warminster, England. Yeah. Wow. Is it real? Actually, no. Ooh. 
Yeah, the first one was created by Doug Bauer and Dave Chorley in 1976. Sounds like a couple of pranksters. Yeah, uh, they heard about uh, this rumor of a UFO landing in a field in Australia. Uh-huh. So they decided to flatten down this field to make it look like a UFO had landed, like a circle of hmm. flattened wheat. It's allergy season. Yeah. Must be all that flattened wheat that's yeah. causing my allergies. Lying up everywhere. All the... Out there in the crop circles. Yeah. So it was a prank, huh? Yes. So what, they did this like one time and that was the end of it? Actually, they made 200 crop circles over 10 years so for years this was going on yes i remember hearing about these things and nobody really knew where they came from and people speculated that it might have been a prank or something like that but then what they admitted it eventually they admitted it i think in the 90s yeah you know what they probably decided that you know people probably didn't believe it right yeah they thought it was a bunch of uh a prank, a myth. Yeah. There. All right, a prank or a myth. And that's yesterday's weather. Oh, wait, you were yeah. looking for the word baloney. No, baloney, baloney, it's the word of the week. Whoops, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that is yesterday's weather. crazy faces i make when i'm singing the songs <laughs> yeah i shouldn't i hope i don't ever see myself in a mirror doing that that's got to be wacky anyway what's happening uh, athena oh right uh next up it's time for sample snacks live sample snacks live sample snacks live how's that nice sample snacks right. what do we have today well today we have uh Oh, hand it over. Oh, yeah, a bottle opener. Uh, we've got... Put down my guitar. I've got a bottle Haritos opener. Pineapple Soda. Haritos. It says right on, it says Jaritos. Haritos. That, that's how you say it. A-R-R-I-T-O-S. Yes, but it's... Oh, it's from Mexico. Yes. So this is from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Wow. Made in Mexico. So it's pronounced in the Spanish, Haritos? Yes. Very good. Pineapple flavored soda. Here we mm. go. Oh. ASMR. I took a little sniff and it smells nice and fruity. Let's... Oh, good. I have a feeling we're going to like this, as opposed to some of those other weird sodas that we've tried. Let's yeah, like that like. bacon soda we had Ooh. one time. And then there was that buffalo wing soda that we had one time. Those yeah. were not good, but this smells nice, so take a sip. Yeah, Tell me what you think. Uh... I'm not afraid of this one. Smells like uh, pineapple gummy bears. Pineapple. It is pineapple flavored. Ah. It's also very, very fizzy. It's very fizzy and quite fruity and quite nice. It's made with natural sh- cane sugar. Yeah. Not um, corn syrup. Some people have a preference. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one's really good. We don't have anything to like make any sour faces or strange no, noises. Really good. or Yeah, this one's good. Let's slurp it and drink it simultaneously. Ready? Oh. 
Mm. Ah. <laughs> Pineapple soda. Ah, we might have to edit some of this down because this is too good to just stop and start yeah, I know. doing the show again. But perhaps we should because, you know, there's that old saying. Time flies when you're having fun. Well, I thought it was the show must go on. Oh. <laughs> That's what I was... Whoops. I think Ow. that would apply to if we just That's drank a whole glass of bacon soda. Uh, that stuff is not good. The bacon flavored yes, soda, not good. good this stuff is good. Haritos pineapple soda. Uh, not sponsored or anything. We just bought no. this ourselves. We'd say way better things if someone gave us $50. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. In case anybody has any products they want us to demonstrate on the program. Okay. Uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> sample Snacks Live. Oh. Let me get my... Oh. Ow. Ooh. Here we go. Sample Snacks Live. See, wasn't it worth it to grab the guitar for Yeah. <laughs> sample Snacks Live. It's barely even a song. <laughs> All right. Is that too fizzy for you? Yeah, a little. <laughs> All right, what's next? Next up, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a phone Ooh, call. I have and to go flip the, the switch. Of the phone call. Wait a minute, I have to go and flip oh, the okay, switch. I have okay. to leave. And f- okay. Oh, wait. And then when I come back. When you're done, I'll come back. Yeah, okay. Right here, I go. Okay. The uh, topic of the phone call is today's letter. And today's letter comes from Monty M. And uh, Monty says, I have a lot of notebooks with different colored covers. What can I do with all of my notebooks? So uh, if you have an answer to the question, you are free to call in at any time and answer it. Hello? Uh, hello, caller. You're on the Whoopi Chicken Podcast Show. Hey, Nan. Am I on the radio? Yes, you are. All right, Nan. What's going on? It's a call-in show with prizes and everything, right, Nan? Well, there aren't any prizes, but I guess you can answer the question. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you guys how I'm doing. Hey, Nan. I'm on the radio. I need a $50 million cash prize. I'm the right question here. This is quiet, Hey, Nan. Right, I'm back. I'm going to win that prize. All right. Okay. So, uh, is it, uh, oh, man, this is a lot of pressure. Is it, uh, is it, uh, uh, B? B. Or C? C. A. Maybe, uh, sure. Which one do I win, man? Uh, D. What's behind door number three, man? Uh, the question? All right. What's the question, man? How's it going? How you doing today? Uh, good. You doing all right? Yeah. You doing good? Uh-huh. You doing all right? Good, yeah. man. Good, 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 good. I'm glad. So, engaging program. Whoopee cushion. Rubber chicken. Yep. You got a lot of colorful notebooks. Yep, that's right. And you don't know what to do with them. Yes, that oh, is the man, pressing problem a, of the day. It's hard for me to win with something like this, because what I would do is make a montage, man. A montage? A montage, man. A man out of a montage, man. I would make a montage. A paper mache dude... Okay. I would make out of all those notebooks of all different colors. Oh. And then I would... Uh, I would have him in my car with me and drive him around. I'd say, hey, check out my paper mache dude, man. If I had a car, you know, I would do yeah. that. Yeah. Huh. That sounds like a cool idea. That's definitely what I would do, maybe. Maybe. Okay. So I gotta go, man. Thanks for calling me. Have me on the radio. Appreciate it. Have a good day. Uh, uh, Goodbye. Bye. Wow. That was great. Oh, you're back. I'm back. What's happening? 
Oh, well, you know, the guy, he said that you, if you have a bunch of notebooks and you don't know what to do with them, you should make a paper mache person out of them. Oh, really? Oh, that's, yeah. That's a good idea, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he's done it in the past. I don't know. Hard to know with him. Hey, Daddy. Yeah, what is it, Athena? These two fishermen rented a boat, uh-huh. and one of them caught this really big fish. Ooh. And he says to his friend, oh, we should mark the spot where we caught this fish. Yeah. So his friend's like, oh, okay, yeah. So he makes a big black X on the floor of the boat. What? Yeah, with a marker. And the first fisherman realizes, oh, wait, no, that's not good. Next time, we might not get the same boat. We might not get the same boat. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Scooby News Now. Scooby News Now? Yeah. What? Scooby News Now. What's that? Uh, this is the segment where we talk about Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo! Hooray! <laughs> Tell me more! Well, today we're going to talk about the new Scooby-Doo movie, Scoob. Oh, there's a new feature-length animated feature movie film. Yes. Called Scoob. Yes. Yeah. Tell us about it. Well, it is really good, and I don't want to give anything away, oh. so I'll just tell you the key points of the trailer. Okay, stuff that people can see in the yes. trailer, and then they won't get disappointed or spoiler alerted. No spoilers. No spoilers. Okay, got it. Good. So, one thing that happens in the trailer for Scoob is that Shaggy and Scooby are chased by robots. Ooh. It's very exciting. Yeah. And, uh... Another important thing that happens in the trailer is when Shaggy and Scooby meet for the first time. Oh, okay. They meet for the first time, huh? Yes. How does that work? Well, they meet at a beach, and uh, Scooby-Doo is astray, and the dog catcher comes over and says that he's going to take Scooby. No! So, So, Shaggy says it's his dog. And the dog catcher asks what Scooby's name is. Uh-huh. So Shaggy looks down, and there's this box of, like, crackers, snacks, and they're called Scooby Snacks. Oh, Scooby so Snacks. So he says that, Sh- uh, that Scooby's name is Scooby. Scooby! So he names him Scooby. Scooby-Doo! After the snacks. That he- oh, after the Scooby Snacks. Yes. So Scooby Snacks were... I always thought that was just Scooby's Snacks. Yeah, I don't know about that. There's a lot of different... Uh, in different versions of Scooby-Doo, they've had different theories about Scooby Snacks. Like, one time, the Scooby gang, uh-huh. Fred, Daphne, Velma... This is not in Scooby. the new movie. Right, no, this is not. Okay, so this is in the Scooby-Doo series. Yes, yeah. in one of the series. Yeah. And they helped save the Scooby Snacks factory before it was Scooby Snacks, so they honored Scooby by making a new product. So it was a snack factory. Yeah. They saved the snack factory. Right. And then they named a new snack after Scooby, calling it Scooby Snacks. Yes. But that's not the way it was in the movie, Scoob. Correct. Instead, so a little, little yeah. inconsistent. Well, there's all different, yeah. There's all different versions and iterations. Yes, there Scooby-Doo is. is like magic. Yeah. It's for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, another thing that happens in the trailer is that Scooby and Shaggy meet the Blue Falcon. Oh, really? Yes. And uh, he... In the, Who's the Blue Falcon? Well, he's another Hanna-Barbera <laughs> character. That's the franchise that has Scooby-Doo and all those different... Oh, Hannah and Barbera, William, Hannah and Joseph Barbera. They were the people that invented, created, and wrote, and 
made the made Scooby Doo. Yes. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of other things, including the Blue Falcon, who's a superhero, uh-huh. and he has a sidekick who is this malfunctioning, bumbling robotic dog named Dynamut. Dynamut. Yes. Oh, they're in the they're in the movie. In yes, they're both Scooby-Doo. in the movie. Scoob yes. movie. Scoob. Yes. Scoob. Yeah. Tell us more about them. Um. Well, in the Blue Falcon and Dynamut were in this show, Dynamut Dog Wonder, and they would save, solve crimes or fight crime uh-huh. in this city. And it was separate from Scooby-Doo, I guess, because a couple times they did crossovers where Scooby and his friends would help the Blue Falcon uh, save the day. They would enter into their world? Yes. Yeah? Yes. And... Um, in those instances, Dynamut was Scooby-Doo's hero. It was like he looked up to this oh. superhero dog. Oh, really? Yes. And But uh, wasn't he bumbling, though? Yeah, but it's a superhero, you know? Uh-huh. Even if he was bumbling superhero. Yeah. He's still a superhero. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the logic there. Oh, okay. Scooby. And uh, they also, uh, Scooby-Doo and the Di- Scooby-Doo Dynamut Hour, they had like one episode of Dynamut and then another epi- and an episode of Scooby-Doo. Oh, they were a half hour and, each. Yeah, so half it was hour a whole each. hour. Oh. And then there were, this all ran together in this group of other Hanna-Barbera cartoons that they called Scooby's All-Star Laugh Olympics. Oh, really? Just Scooby's All-Stars. Oh. And they also had... Uh, they would rerun the original series of Scooby-Doo plus uh-huh. the Scooby-Doo Dynamut Hour and also this other show called Captain Caveman oh, okay. about this caveman that was frozen in a block of ice. And he was another Hanna-Barbera character? Yeah, and they had a fourth thing that they would do which was called the Laugh Olympics where they took 45 Hanna-Barbera characters including Scooby and Dynamut and the Blue Falcon and Captain Caveman and other things like Yogi Bear. Oh. And they divided them into these three teams and they were competing in this like Olympic sort of really? sporting event in three teams and some of the characters were original and created for that just that show oh really but it yeah. was but they're cart they're cart animated cartoon yeah. characters right yes so okay so it was <laughs> but they're competing in an yes. in olympic style games yes for medals oh wow so that was the other feature that blue falcon was in oh blue falcon were. was in that too yeah he oh. was on scooby's team so he makes he's he's a pretty important part of the the Scoob movie. Yeah. So was it a good movie? It was a good movie. Did you like it? Yes, it was fun. It was oh funny. yeah. You seem you seem to know an awful lot about Scooby Doo. I do. I've watched a lot of Scooby Doo. Really? Yeah. Yes, a lot. Yeah, I've a watched lot. a lot of Scooby Doo too. I'm a big fan. I like the Scooby Doo. Did you notice the Scooby Doo theme song? It like tells the story. Like old TV theme songs, they always used to tell the story of the show. Yeah. Yeah. So you would know what was going on with the show, even if you never saw it before. You could be like, okay, I get what's going to happen. Right. Yeah. Like you I watch that. The, watch the beginning of it. Like, oh, okay, I, I understand this. Like the theme song goes, Scooby Doo, we do. Where are you? We've got some work to do now. Yeah. And uh, that's the part in the episode where Fred says, we have another mystery on our hands. Except in the case of the first episode, he says, it looks like we're up to our armor plates in another mystery. Armor plates? Yeah, that episode was called What a Night for a Night, and it featured a suit of armor that came to life. Oh, so it's a armor yeah. plates. and Yeah, they like those kind of jokes, like those kind of puns or plays yeah. on words, right? Yeah. That's that's just like the setup, right? That's yeah, that's pretty much just the setup. So they discover a mystery. Yes, they always discover a mystery. And that's when Fred says the immortal line, "What a night for a night." No, he says the immortal line, 
we have another mystery on our hands. Oh, that's generally so. Or so, actually, I think it's really, well, gang, it looks like we have another mystery on our hands. Well, gang, looks like we have another mystery on our hands. That was a great Fred impersonation. Oh, thank you. I've watched a lot of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. So, And then it says, uh, Scooby-Dooby-Doo. What's the next line? Where are, are you? you? We need we, some help from you. We need some you. help from you now. That seems to be when Scooby accidentally finds the monster, a little bit before Fred says... Oh, really? His line, yeah. In the first episode, it was a little different because Shaggy was with Scooby when they stumbled across this. They were walking home from the movies, and there was a truck just parked on the side of the road with a suit of armor in it, and it was Shaggy who noticed it. Like, they both saw it. And And then Shaggy pointed it out. And then Fred says, I mean, and then what is that? How does that correlate to the theme song? We need some help from you now. Well, because now they have a problem that they need to solve. Oh. And then Fred explains he's the one that really starts off because if Shaggy and Scooby had a choice they would probably not go try to figure out what was going on just knowing the way they are and then then the next line is come on Scooby-Doo I see you pretending you've got a sliver yes Uh, what's that all about well when he's asked to do something that he's afraid to do Scooby will sometimes fake having an injury for example when he in the first episode, he didn't really fake an injury so much as he was just like, I don't want to do it. Like, he whimpered. Oh, really? I think, I think he had his... No, the second one was when he he faked a stomach ache very dramatically. In the because, second episode? Yeah, in the second episode, because he didn't want to go into a creepy room. So he was like, Muh. What else did he do to try to get out of it? Uh, in the third episode, he pretended his paw was hurt, so he didn't have to knock on the door of a creepy lighthouse. He, <laughs> he just like went up to knock it, and then his paw just sort of drooped, and he looked at them like... Which one was that? The one with Captain Cutler? Yes, the oh, third yeah. episode, A Clue for Scooby-Doo. A Clue for which Scooby. doesn't really correlate to the episode. The but that's what it was called? Do. Yeah. Do, you, do the titles usually correlate to the episode? Yes, like uh, What a Night for a Night, and there was a suit of armor. A Hassle in the Castle was the second one. They went into a uh, creepy castle, and there was a ghost in there. An old castle on an island, and there was a ghost, so there was a castle. But then A Clue for Scooby-Doo. <laughs> like, what is it's, that? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. It didn't really match. Yeah. Any other good injury faking or faking to get out of the... Yeah, there was one that in A Clue for Scooby-Doo, which is the third episode, they were like, you crawl, you, ha- you should crawl into this pipe and see what's in there because you're the only one small enough to get inside. Uh-huh. So he put a coat with a bunch of pillows to make himself look bigger so he didn't have to crawl through the pipe. <laughs> he made himself big. And But then it kind of backfired because the coat that was concealing the pillows popped open and all the pillows went flying everywhere. Uh, so his plan didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. Good gag, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, good gag. And then it goes, um, but you're not fooling me because I can see the way you shake and shiver. Yes. Uh, usually, after he fakes his injury, Velma or somebody else will call him out on it. And when he did it the first time, I think it was Daphne goes, there he goes again with his fake wounded routine. And, and that, was the very first, the that was the very second, first episode? Second episode, the second episode, episode? he did his fake So they set it routine. up. Yeah. They set it up for it as like right in the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. As like a running thing that he did. But they always know he's not really sick. You're not really. Oh, and the other thing he did 
cold. I, they told him to go sniff for clues. Uh-huh. I have a cold in my nose. You do not have a cold in your nose. And then he like he wrapped himself in a blanket and he had his feet in a bucket of water. I don't know where he got the stuff. And he's just like sitting there like, oh, <laughs> And Fred goes, you don't have a cold in your nose. It just magically appears, like whatever <laughs> props he needs. That's the best part about It just shows up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it's, uh, oh, you know we've got a mystery to solve, so Scooby-Doo, be ready for your act. Don't hold back. Yes. I uh, correlated this to the part when he always uh, gets the monster. Even if the trap doesn't work that Fred sets up, he will always get the monster. Or, like, he'll attract them somehow, like, trick them so they follow him. And then he'll end up landing on top of them or crashing into them. Huh. So in the second episode, he uh, made some funny, like, taunting faces at the ghost and jumped up and down a bunch of times, and then he ran, and the ghost followed him. Oh, so that was the act that he puts on to try to lure the... Yeah, he does these weird things to get them, or he'll just, like, crash into them by accident sometimes without even trying. Like, they set up this trap, and he... uh, He was pretending to be a train. He was on, like, this rolling cart. They were in a mine, so, you know, and... He just the minor forty nine. Yes. What was that episode called? Was that called? That was the minor... called mind your own business. Mind your own business. That was that episode was... four, <laughs> and he just—I guess—he lost control of it. He went too fast, and he crashed right into the guy with his little rolly thing that he had. And that's how they caught him. Yeah. By accident, they, they always set up a plan, but it just goes awry. But yeah, they get and it. then Shaggy and Scooby will get tangled in it, and, like fall on top of him. Like when, after he made the funny faces on, at the ghost, he ran. He got caught in the trap, and then he like fell right on top of him from the ceiling. Nice. And Scooby-Doo, if you come through, you're going to have yourself a Scooby snack. Yes. That's a fact. And yes, that is like a very important part because whenever Scooby is afraid to do something, especially after he does his fake wound, his fake wounded routine, uh, they offer him a Scooby snack. And in the first episode, they would offer him one snack, but then... He went, he made Fred give him two instead. And then <laughs> another out. time, he always goes. And then in the, the third episode, Velma offered him a Scooby snack. And he was like, no, no, yeah, yeah. Like he, he changed his he mind. Tried he to tried to resist. He tried. There's always that one episode in a lot of them where Shaggy and Scooby... Oh, and then in episode five, she throws uh, Scooby a Scooby snack. And Shaggy jumped in and ate it. Oh, really? And he goes, not bad at all. And Scooby was like, hey! So they threw him another one, and then Scooby pushed Shaggy back, because Shaggy leaned out to catch the second one, too, because he wanted to eat it. So that set up the precedence that Scooby and Shaggy both Both wanted. Both Scooby snacks. (laughs) And at some point in uh, one of them, I I don't know when, if this was in the original series or another series after that, but... They're like, oh, neither of us are going to be bait for Scooby Snacks. No way. We're not going to be bribed by the Scooby Snacks. But it never works out. They always cave in anyway because they're just so good. They have to have the Scooby Snacks. They just like them that much. They both try to resist together. Yeah. But then they can't. We won't eat any Scooby Snacks. Because at some point they stopped saying, okay, Scooby, you go lure them out. And they made Shaggy go along with them. Because the first couple times they just put Scooby into out. Oh, so then they sent the them ghost. both together. And then at some point they started sending both of them. Huh. And that was when they were like, we're not taking any Scooby snacks. It never works out, though. And then the next thing says, Scooby Dooby Doo, here are you. You're ready and you're willing. 
Is that right? Yes, that is absolutely correct. And what happens there is that's the point after Scooby eats this Scooby snack when he peps up and he's like, yes, I'm going to do it. And in the first two episodes, he saluted and did what it was. And there was like a little, that little bugle. Da, 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 da. Oh, so like he, he came in like he was like the the, uh, the army or something yeah, coming like, in to save the, <laughs> to rescue, the, yeah. save the day. It's yeah. like he, a hero. He, he was yeah, a hero. He was a hero. Yeah. He, uh ate the snack and then he just like immediately started they told him to stand guard so he immediately started marching back and forth but then he got scared by his own shadow he didn't hold out very long on that one <laughs> the snack didn't last very long yeah the snack effect yeah the scooby snack effect yeah it only lasts so long like they go out there okay we're gonna do this and then all of a sudden at some point right when they see the monster the effect is lost and they just run which is why they run into the trap so many times because they just get so freaked out they they forget but and it always works out because they always even if they stumble or bumble into it they always catch the villain because that's the end that's the the last line it's like and if we can count on you scooby-doo we know we'll catch that villain yes and uh at that point uh they unmask the villain and they explain what happened and why. Was it Professor Hyde White? It, no, it was never Professor. Who's Hyde Professor White. Hyde White? I always think of Professor he Hyde was, White. He was Professor a Hyde White. He was a minor character in the first episode that you <laughs> barely saw because at some point they were reading a book and they all looked up and went Professor Hyde White because they found a clue. But he wasn't the villain. But what happened? What started to happen was whenever they would take off the mask, they would yell the name of whoever it was all together. But the thing was, in the first few episodes, uh, like it wasn't so obvious. Like at, like it was. Like, they would say, oh, I think we figured this out now. And they would unmask the person, but their their underlying crime would be they wanted to steal a bunch of paintings, but there wasn't really a lot of, like, information pointing towards that. Or it was like, he was leading this whole group of people stealing a bunch of paintings. Well, where's the whole group of people? Like, we missed something there. so they didn't really give the audience many clues to figure it out it would just kind of it would just kind of happen and then you'd be like oh okay i get it now i see how that works i think it was more about them solving the mystery and and crashing into and all the gags that they did from finding the mystery and solving the mystery what about that door gag oh you know that wasn't in the first five episodes but there was something similar when they were in the mine we explain the door gag first okay the door gag is where they're usually in like a house or a place with the hallway with a bunch of doors uh-huh. and they the whole scooby shaggy fred daphne and velma they all start getting chased by a monster so they kind of split up and then they run back and forth in the rooms through the doors but you only see the doors so like they come in and out and maybe fred goes in that door but velma comes out of it and then maybe shaggy and scooby run in away from the monster and then they come out chasing the monster and then like like they just go back and forth randomly in these doors as part of the chase scene but they didn't have that in the first five episodes so what did they have similar you said in the mine there was yeah they were in the mine there were like these two closets and shaggy and scooby were looking for clues and shaggy said okay you check that one and i'll check this one and shaggy opened his and it was empty and scooby opened his and the miner the monster was in the there. minor 49er yes the bad guy yes he was in there. the villain the villain he was in there and he goes meh and scooby <laughs> that, that's the noise he made meh <laughs> so anyway scooby freaks out closes the door and runs to shaggy and he's like there's something in the closet so shaggy opens it up and there's nothing in there it's gone so he closes it and then he's like okay we'll switch closets if you're that scared so they switch and shaggy opens it and the guy is back in the closet <laughs> and what does he say 
Meh. Meh. And then they run <laughs> and the guy chases them. And you know what else happens? The monster, when that happens with the door, like he'll open the, somebody will knock on the door and he opens it and it's the monster. And then either Scooby or Shaggy will go to the other person, it's for you, and then close the door. But when they do that, it's weird because the monster never opens the door again. They wait for them to open the door <laughs> the second time. <laughs> so they're not very aggressive. They're just kind of. Yeah. It works on Shaggy and Scooby though. It freaks them out. <laughs> They're like, Wah! Wah! <laughs> nice. Well, you can, like, we're big fans of Scooby Doo. Yeah. So, hey, you know what we should do? We should sing the Scooby Doo theme song. Yeah, let's sing the Scooby Doo. Because theme we do song. this in our live stage show. Whoopie Chicken Live! Coming to yeah. a stage fair near you. Possibly. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> it starts out with bats screeching. <laughs> <laughs> You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? We got, got some work to do now. Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? We need some help from you now. Come on, Scooby-Doo, I see you. Pretending you got a slipper. You're not fooling me because I, I can't see Shake and shiver. You know we got a mystery to solve, so Scooby Doo, be ready for your act. Don't hold back. And Scooby Doo, you come through. You're gonna have yourself, have yourself a Scooby Snack, Scooby Snack. That's that's a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scooby Dooby Doo, here, here are you. Good. You were amazing. You were better than amazing. Oh, really? What's what's better than amazing? You know why? Why? Baloney. 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 It's the word of the week. Whoops. Oh, yeah. Ow. Yeah. Hooray. And uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Daddy with a word from our sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, the Whoopie Chicken Podcast Show is brought to you by nearly new designer clothes at shopnndc.com. With designer clothes, shoes, and handbags for parents, seriously high-end brands at silly low prices. And by whoopiechicken.com, home of the illustrious whooper, whooper chicken. Whoopie chicken. chicken. Home of the illustrious Whoopie Chicken shower curtain. We've all dreamed of having a shower curtain with a Whoopie Chicken on it, and you can too. Oh. Right there on WhoopieChicken.com, plus t-shirts and all sorts of stuff, and celebrities, and everything you could want out of a Whoopie Chicken website. Yeah, WhoopieChicken.com. Whoopie right here on the Whoopie Chicken Podcast Show. Hey, all right, everybody. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Oh, 
Hey, Daddy. Yeah, what is it, Athena? This guy goes into a job interview, uh-huh. and the interviewer tells him, we're looking for people who are responsible. Sure. And the guy getting interviewed says, oh, you know, that's great. I am per- the perfect guy for this, because at my last job, whenever anything went wrong, they said I was responsible. Responsible! I ran out of hands. <laughs> <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a joke from our Ooh, listener. Joke from our listener. Uh, each week we tell a joke that someone time. sent in. If you want to have us tell your joke, send it to us in an email through our website, whoopeechicken.com. Today's joke is from... Marsha P. Marsha P. Hello, Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> and Marsha says, why did the chicken cross the basketball court? Hmm. Why did the chicken cross the basketball court? Because the ref was calling fouls. The ref was calling fouls. Whoops! Ow. Whoa! Yay! 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 Yay. And uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I dropped everything. Yeah. Drop everything. Drop everything and drop, read. Drop everything and read. What does that mean? That was a slogan from the Ramona books by Beverly Cleary. Oh, the Ramona books. Those yes. are good. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, their name for free reading time at Ramona's school. Yeah. So just drop everything and read. Yeah. You might as well. It's good for you. Yeah. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Daddy to talk about the celebrity guest. Oh, this is the special time of the show, and we have a special celebrity guest come in. And this, this week we have Odiferous and Matriculous with their tribute to classic Greek literature. So that should be reasonably interesting. Yeah. I would think, you know, I, yeah. I've never never seen them before, so and it's uh it, it's fun to have something like that. Yeah. I, I guess on a podcast for kids and their parents, and it's made by a female and her dad, they're comedians. It's the Whoopie Chicken Podcast, Whoopie Chicken Podcast, Whoopie Chicken Podcast Show. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I hear something. What is it? What do you hear? It sounds like somebody's like climbing up the wall. Climbing up the wall? What could yeah. that possibly be? Mommy, wasn't she doing parkour? Yeah, she was learning how to do parkour. So mm. that means that mommy's coming. Oh, mommy's coming. Oh, good. Mom. Oh, wait a minute. That means we have to shut it off. Yeah, shut yeah, it shut off. up. Shut that up. button. Shut 